Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Water Repellent Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Elvia Holman, Herb Vigran, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Production by Frank Pittman and music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. Fibber and Molly join us in a moment. You know, some things never change. The way of a man with a maid, the way of a child with a doll, the way of a woman with a well-loved home. That's why there are gracious old homes today whose fine hardwood floors have never known the touch of any floor polish but Johnson's Paste Wax. Grandmother discovered more than 60 years ago that there is no better protection for wood than this aristocrat of waxes. And wise granddaughters today know that nothing has ever been discovered that gives floors such brilliant luster in exactly the same way as Johnson's Paste Wax. Whether your home is a stately old mansion or a bright new honeymoon cottage, you can make it brighter and more beautiful and make your floor care easier for months to come by giving your floors a protective coating of polished wax. And the wax to get is Johnson's Paste Wax. Thanks for it at your dealers. On a crisp winter evening like tonight, there's nothing like an old-fashioned sleigh ride. A thick carpet of snow on the ground, a team of horses, an open sleigh, a bunch of jolly friends riding... Ah, cut out the corny speeches, Junior. (laughs) Sit down, you're rocking the sleigh. Well, I was just trying to... Sit down, Harlow, you're standing on my foot. Oh, excuse me, Doc. Uh, Move over, somebody. There's plenty of room here, Mr. Wilcox, next to Marilyn Trivia. I can sit on your lap, I betcha. <laughs> ah, this is great, ain't it, Molly? Come on. Come on, boy. Get up, Jake. You warm enough, kiddo? Wonderful, dearie. Snug as a thug in the jug. <laughs> the corner phrase. How's everybody riding back there? Oh, Having fun? Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes, this is very interesting, Molly. I haven't enjoyed myself so much since... Well, since last night. What did you do last night that was so much fun, Latrev? I turned down an invitation to go sleigh riding and stayed home. <laughs> There's much to be said for it. <laughs> well, our mayor is too soft for this rugged outdoor stuff, children. He prefers indoor sports. I married one myself. <laughs> oh, I love the outdoors. The sharp, crisp air, the snow on my face, the sound of sleigh... Hey, give me some of that lap robe, Latrivia. You want me to freeze to death? No, 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 no. Don't be a robe hog, Doctor. <laughs> Gee whiz, Doc. You've already got that lap robe wrapped around you twice. Ah, oh, wait a minute, boy. You're exaggerating there, Junior. Sure he is. The lap robe was never made that would go twice around that big bale of beef. <laughs> now, McGee, don't start chipping at the doctor's beef. <laughs> Those guys kill me. Griping about the cold back there under 18 blankets and robes. Look at me up here busting the breeze with nothing on but my Mackinac. And three sweaters. And fur mittens up to his armpits. And hip boots over three pairs of socks over his shoes. Besides being wrapped from his chin to his hips in a three-inch layer of blubber. (laughs) Well, I keep warm, don't I? 
What makes your coat pockets bag out like that, Mr. McGee? Hmm? Sandwiches? Hot water bottles. <laughs> hey, boy, let's go there. Get up, Jake. Hey, McGee, is Ollie still back there? I haven't heard a peep out of Ollie for an hour. Sure, I'm having a wonderful time, missus. Just catching myself without a nap. Yeah, well, speak up, boy. Say something. We thought we lost you. Look, McGee, there's plenty of talking going on without me opening my big Swedish post. I sleep. Keep covered good, Ollie. Lots of colds going around. Don't worry, Doc. Nobody's going to catch cold on this sleigh with so much hot air floating around. <laughs> Who are you spotting up your satchel? Hey, Mr. McGee, Mr. McGee, wake up. Hold everything. Who's that, Molly? Can you see? Somebody chasing us. Sounds a little like... Uh, hi, Mr. McGee. It's me, Herbert Tapple. Oh, hi, Herb. Oh, oh, Nelly, ho. Oh. Oh, you want to ride, Herb? Uh, no, thanks. I'm working tonight, Mr. McGee. Oh. Take an inventory at the store. Oh? I just stopped work tweet. Oh. Oh. Oh, you stopped work. Tweet. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Did you you too? Uh, I, I missed that one completely, Herbert. <laughs> Give me that again. Uh, I was stalking about dinner, and I wondered if you ate yet. <laughs> Sandwiches in the back of the sleigh there, Herbert. We're going to ride out in the country and back. Oh, I was going to take my girl sleigh riding Sunday, but we changed our mind. We went downtown to see that turkey shactor. Turkey what? Shactor, McGee. Oh. What's a shactor, Herbert? Oh, not a shactor, ma'am. This was a picture with that turkey shactor in it. You know that tour hand bay? <laughs> From Turkey. Oh, oh Turkey sure. Jackson. Oh, that's <laughs> Well, I, 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 I got to be going now. See you later. Slong. Goodbye, Herbert. Slong, Herbert. Come on, get up there. Hi, boy. Jake. <laughs> Interesting accent that boy has, McGee. Yeah. Seems to be suffering from hungover syllables. Now, <laughs> <laughs> he works over at the hardware. Oh, boy. It's snowing some more. Hey, look at the snow, everybody. Yeah, it's a little windy, too. Hey, what makes the wind blow like that, Mr. McGee? What makes the wind blow, huh? What makes it? Well, that's a long story, Jeannie. Oh, boy, a story. Tell it to me, mister, please. Well, I'll climb up on the seat here between I and Mrs. McGee, sis. That's it. Mm -hmm. Now, look, you see that big dark cloud up there? The one the moon is just sliding back up? That big cumulonimbus? Sure, why? That big what? Cumulonimbus. Oh? Our teacher says cumulonimbus clouds are often caused by convection of air currents, and there is usually precipitation at their base. <laughs> what makes the wind blow, mister? <laughs> Uh, well, you see, there's a great big castle up there in that cloud, sis. That, uh, that nimbulo omnibus cloud there. <laughs> and the weather giant lives in that castle, see, and his name is Lou Frost. Jack Frost. Well, Jack Frost is his son, sis. <laughs> yeah. Old man Frost sits up there on his castle porch, and all he does is sleep all day long. And when old man Frost sleeps, boy, does he snore. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. What makes the wind blow, mister? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm coming to that. Now, the elves and the pixies love to tease old man Frost, so while he's sleeping, they tickle him under the nose with a handful of feathers out of the tail of a woofus bird, you see? A woofus bird? Yep. 
When old man Frost snores easy, like this, then the gentle breezes blow across the land and the green grass waves and the leaves on the trees wave back. But <laughs> when those little pixies tickle old man Frost with that feather, he snorts like this. And when he snorts, the trees bend, the snow flies, and the roofs come off of the barns for miles around. Oh, boy. Yeah. So remember, Teeny, any time you see a woofus bird go by with his tail feathers yanked out, you can be pretty sure we're going to have wind. <laughs> like that story. Uh, you, you like that story? <laughs> Shoot. What is a woofus bird? Where do you find him, huh? A, a woofus bird? Well, a woofus bird is a... Oh, oh, here's your house, sis. Oh, Nellie, ho, oh, oh, boy. Oh, I can answer that, Teeny. A woofus bird usually sits on the front end of a sleigh with his pockets full of hot water bottles. <laughs> yes, and the reason he doesn't mind the pixies grabbing a handful of feathers is because he has more long tails left than his friends can stand anyhow. <laughs> Goodbye, Teeny. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, little Teeny. Who do you guys think? Willie Mills in the orchestra, and all the bees are buzzing around my honey. McGee, but everybody's so quiet. Yeah, maybe we better call her old again. Snow's coming down so thick, I can't see who's with us and who ain't. Hey, back there, King's men, you all right? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, oh, okay, save your voices, fellas. We might want you to sing later. Yeah. Besides, we don't have any dialogue for you. <laughs> 
Hey, Harlow, you still there? Everything okay? Sure, pal, except my feet are numb. Yeah? Took my shoes off, and I'm trying to rub some life back into them. You may be rubbing one of your feet, Harlow, but the other one is mine. <laughs> Don't think I haven't been loving it. <laughs> the other one is mine, Wilcox. Thank you very much. <laughs> Doggone it, I thought I was more ticklish than that. Where are my feet? Oh, here they are. Are you still with us, Ollie? Oh, sure, missus. Having a wonderful time, too. I haven't been on a sleigh ride since I was a young fellow in Sweden. That's how I meet my wife on a sleigh ride. No kidding, Ollie. Well, that's a very romantic way to propose. Yeah, that's what you said. I didn't propose. Oh? She just thought I did. I only say, well, Christina, I say, for a big sleigh like this, we got to have two horses. Uh-huh. And she say, you think double horners better than single horners? And I say, Sure. And she said, oh, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> and then, the next thing I know, I have to sell one of the horses to pay for the honeymoon. <laughs> well, that just goes to show, Oli, that... Oh, excuse me, Mrs. Clammer. Am I taking all the blanket again? <laughs> oh, that's all right, Doctor. I don't mind. I'm very warm-blooded. I used to be a dancehall girl in Alaska back in the days of 49. Heavenly days, Mrs. Clammer. You a dance hall girl in 1849? No, dear, 1949. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Last summer, I worked in one of those 10 cents a dance places in Skagway. Oh, a taxi dancer, Mrs. Clammer? Yes. Oh, but I got a bad case of jaundice, and when the boys in the stag line started calling me the yellow taxi, I quit. <laughs> Used to do a little professional dancing myself, Clammy. Yes, yes, we know, McGee, but now that Vaudeville is dead, let us not speak ill of it. <laughs> that kind of dancing do you do, McGee? Concentric? Eccentric, Ollie, eccentric. X meaning he doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> no, I done a soft shoe dance, Ollie, with my old Vaudeville partner, Fred Nittany, from Star Rock, Illinois. <laughs> McGee and Nittany, songs, dances, and Woody Sands. A clean act for the whole family. <laughs> Oh, really, Mr. McGee? Won't you sing something for us? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Being new in the neighborhood, you obviously haven't heard him sing, Mrs. Clammer. He has a voice like a dry fan belt. <laughs> Personally, I think it sounds more like a nine-year-old vacuum cleaner picking up hairpins. I never thought of it like that. It always reminded me of a flag of surrender being raised on a rusty pulley. Can <laughs> <laughs> I take you? It's all wrong. Everybody tells... Oh, never mind what everybody else club says. <laughs> Get up there, Jake. Get along with you. Come on, now. Let's get going. Mm, snowing quite a bit harder, isn't it, McGee? Yeah, but that's a good thing. The harder it snows, the warmer it gets. I think that's very interesting, Mr. McGee. My husband always said... By the way, Mrs. Clammer, I don't think we've met your husband. Is he out of town or something? Uh, something, yes, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, one evening in April of 1938, he went out for some cigars. I haven't heard from him since. <laughs> yes, I have, too. In 1942, I had a postcard from him. From Lake Titicaca, South America. Oh, what did he say, Mrs. Clammer? He said, got on wrong streetcar, love, Albert. <laughs> you know, one of our Johnson Wax salesmen disappeared rather mysteriously in 1943. He was selling Johnson's paste wax at the time. Maybe he spilled some on himself and rubbed himself out. 
Get that cake. Yes. Did you ever hear from him, Mr. Wilcox? Yes, we did, quite a bit later. And he was one of our best salesmen. Sold more Johnson's paste wax than anybody in the organization. Uh, would you care to amplify that statement, son, or would you rather start working for somebody else next week? <laughs> well, when I say he was the best salesman for Johnson's paste wax we had, I mean he had a gift for presenting the paste wax story. Gee, when he started telling housewives how Johnson's paste wax was the finest, most economical protection money could buy for floors, furniture, and woodwork, and how it beautifies and protects against dust and dampness and fingerprints, well, he was just irresistible. Hmm. I wish I could say the same for you, Junior, but... <laughs> I've had so much practice rejecting you... Believe me, believe me. Believe me, when that fellow got through talking, you could just picture your home glistening and gleaming with hospitality and cleanliness. You could just see your valued possession shining with that protective wax finish that only Johnson's paste wax can give. Well, you know, when you but use Mr. that... But Mr. Wilcox... Waxy. Yes, Molly. What became of the man who disappeared in 1943? Oh, didn't I tell you? He'd been drafted. Oh. <laughs> well, I got to get off here, kids. I'm almost home. Nice sleigh ride, pal. So long, everybody. Goodbye, Mr. Now, that's him, all right. Old sell it and run Wilcox. Everybody all right back there? Oh, I think they are. Hey, there, mostly, McGee. It's so snowy, I can't see there's anything. Oh, well, who cares where we are? We're all having fun. <laughs> yeah, but just the same, McGee. I think it's about time we were turning around going back. Ooh. I have three operations in the morning. I don't want to spend two hours leaning over a hot fever patient thawing out. <laughs> I've got to get home, too, McGee. I have to address the Parent Teachers Association tomorrow. I must work on my speech. Oh, what are you going to say, Mr. Mayor? Well, I don't know, Mrs. Clammer. I have to explain why the hot lunches the city serves in the public schools are not so hot. <laughs> Yeah, I, I heard about a couple of kids the other day that got 98 in malnutrition. <laughs> Hi, George Latrivia, if your administration... Stop can... the sleigh. Ah, ho, ho, Nellie, ho. Ho, Yes, boy? I am leaving the sleigh ride right now. What? I don't care if you're insulting remarks. Oh, now, Mr. Mayor, my... It's goodness. been very enjoyable until now, but the snow is falling so heavily that appearances are too deceiving. What do you mean, Latrive? I mean it's a little disconcerting to look up toward the driver's seat and see two horses and three horses' necks. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping off like flies. Well, I guess we had better be starting back. Come on, Jay, get up. Get up there, Nellie, you old crowbait. Oh, come on. Hold it, McGee. Stop horses. Whoa huh? oh, there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the matter, Molly? Somebody's waving at us. You see through the snow there? I can't see a dad rat a thing this. Oh, over there. Hey, who is it? That's a very good question, old-timer. I think we're going forward, but in this snow, it's anybody's guess. What on earth are you doing out walking in this weather, Mr. Old-timer? Well, me and my girl Bessie was ice skating out on Dugan's Lake. Bessie says to me, What's that sign say out the middle there, old T? And I says, I don't know, Bess. Can't see much through this snowstorm, I says. Skate over there and see. Well, sir, she did, and it must have said something kind of risque because... Bessie give kind of a little squeal and never come back. <laughs> Went home, I guess. Yeah. I... Ah, 
I guess we better turn around and head for home, too. Yes, I think we better. Turn around. Hi there. Let's get around here. There. Now we're off. Oh, it's been a nice sleigh ride, hasn't it, Molly? Yes, but I'll be glad to get home, dearie. McGee, I can't even see the road anymore. Road? My gosh, I can't see my hand in front of my face. Your hands are in your pockets, dearie. Oh. <laughs> That's why. They are? Well, who's driving the sleigh? I am. Oh. <laughs> and here you can have it back. How is it back there? Everybody all right? You okay, Mrs. Clammer? Just for mine. My gosh, what a snow. Are the horses still out there, Molly? I can't see them. Why don't you climb down and feel your way forward along the tongue of the sleigh, McGee? Huh? If you bump into something soft and get a fast mouthful of horseshoes, which you richly deserve, they're out there. Oh, will you pipe down, you big witch doctor? You're just... Hey, Johnny! Who's driving this contraction? I am. Why? Hey, you're driving around in a circle, Johnny. This is the third time we've driven through this snowstorm. (laughs) It's the same snowstorm, Mr. Oldtimer. You've heard of the winter of the big snow, haven't you? Well, this is it. Yeah, you said it. Hey, does anybody know where we are? I know where I am, McGee. I'm under seat in a blanket. Where you are, who cares? (laughs) Well, I care where he is. He's all I've got left. In fact, he's all I started out with. McGee, you fathead, you mean to tell me you've gotten us lost in this blizzard? I'm ashamed of you, Johnny. Huh? Well, when I was your age, I lived for a whole winter in an igloo in Canada, smack in the middle of a thousand miles of snow, and I never got lost once. 
how'd you ever keep from it? Simple, daughter. I never left the igloo. <laughs> Johnny here said here's igloo. Oh, pipe down, will you? I got trouble enough with that. Come on, get up there, Jake. Hot boy. Come on. What's the matter now, dearie? The horses. They've stopped. Come on, hi up. Hi, Jake. Get up there. Stop it, stop it, you idiot. The snowdrifts are up to their necks. Oh, my gosh. Why, we're stuck. Oh, hey, this is awful. That's all for oh, thinking, kids. Now, let me think a minute. Now, look. Uh, uh, why don't we chop up the sleigh, make us a bonfire, send up smoke signals? Uh, no, nobody around here can read smoke language. That's not so hot. Well, we could took a five cents piece, call up lost and found department, and tell them they're lost, and would the police come and found us? <laughs> Only who's got a telephone? <laughs> look, don't strain your brains, you guys. We gotta figure out something. McGee, look, look over there. I saw something over that way. What was it, Molly? What, kiddo? A light? A search party? No, I thought for a minute I saw Yes, there it is. A building of some kind. Huh? You see it? Yeah, yeah, I see it. Looks like a barn. Thank heavens, shelter. Oh boy, say. Come on, Ollie, let's investigate. You guard the girls, Doc. You're too packed to waddle through the snow anyhow. Yeah, you break a trail. You're built more like a snowplow than anybody, low bucket. <laughs> no, we'll all go. You might get lost, dear. Oh, come on, Doc. I can't get lost. Knock on the door. Knock on the door, somebody. They must be in bed. Hello in there. Anybody home? Open up, Dad Rabbit. We're freezing. Why, they must be out. I'll have to bust the window. we got to get in. We can pay for the damage. We'll split it six ways. Careful now, McGee. Don't cut yourself. Oh, let him cut himself if he wants to. <laughs> oh, help me in the window. Okay. Ah, at last. Now you hammer on the front door so I can find it inside. I'd be glad to get out of this wind. Me too. I don't think I'll ever thaw out. Now, come on in, kids. Boy, does it feel good in here. My, this looks like a nice little farmhouse, doesn't yeah. it? If I could see it. Joe, turn on the light, Johnny. It's darker than the inside of a cistern. Well, it's warm, anyhow. If I ever go on another sleigh ride with you, McGee, it'll be in the summertime. Find a light switch, stupid, before we all fall all over each other. Oh, I'm fumbling for one, Doc. How do I know where the lights are? My gosh, they... Somebody. Red, who can get the matches with these clothes on, Mrs.? I've got a match somewhere. Wait now. Here it is. Oh. Ah, that's better. Hey, here's the door here. Ought to be a light switch inside there, maybe. Let me open it up. floors in your home that really gleam, take this tip from more than three generations of experienced homemakers. Keep your floors bright and shining with Johnson's Paste Wax. No other wax can bring such lustrous beauty to your floors in exactly the same way. And remember, there's an easy way to polish your wax floors. Ask your dealer about Johnson's new Beauty Floor Electric Polisher. It's wonderful to use. The big whirling brush does all the buffing for you. All you do is guide the polisher across the floor. You can buy a Beauty Floor electric polisher from your Johnson dealer or rent one at low cost if you prefer. 
For brighter floors, get Johnson's Paste Wax tomorrow at your dealer's. And ask about the Johnson Beauty Floor Electric Polisher while you're there. My, this has been a lot of fun, hasn't it? More coffee, Mrs. Flamer? Oh, no, thank you, dear. Three cups of coffee and I can't stay awake. <laughs> Ollie? No, no, thanks, Mrs. Even now, every time I shook myself, I gurgle. <laughs> Another cigar, Doc? Another. Haven't even been able to light this first one. What are they made of? Wallpaper scrapings? Well, who else wants anything? Oh, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey! More shredded wheat, Jake? <laughs> Okay, Jake. Good night. Good night, all. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Water Repellent Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada, bring you Fiddle McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you?